Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another new episode this week. This one is better late than never, as they say. I am coming at you directly. Man, this is a first time I'm actually recording something like this where I'm actually putting it out later in the day today. So if you guys were expecting a new episode yesterday being a Sunday... I do apologize for that because it has been a hectic week slash weekend. So I'm here to talk about that today. Just a quick and brief brief overview of what has been going on in the last week. As uh, you might be able to pick up, these allergies have been attacking me <laughs> since this morning. So uh, the weather down here in Houston has been crazy in the last week or so and I think it finally hit me not only allergies but I think just more of like the haze and the hot weather it's just it just makes everything just act up and everything just builds up so furthermore like I said a busy week and weekend that came and went like always sure enough in doing this episode, I figured, should it be a just regular episode or a music episode or, or what? As of last week, I finished up the concert and review series where I was reviewing all the concerts I attended in the past decade, which was almost a two-year-long project due to the pandemic and, you know, just schedule-wise and trying to finish this thing. So that came and went. I figured, you know what, let me just get on here and see what I can ramble about today in between work and running errands and more work and more errands. It just seems like it never ends, but hey, who am I to complain? So this past week, I mean, I was just stacked with work and just doing some things that I can not talk about at this moment because it's still you know the wheels have been set in motion it's still not a done deal it's nothing's confirmed yet so when the time is right i will i will talk about it so that's always going to keep me busy in the long run and moving on with this whole podcast and music stuff i mean that's still again nothing set in stone yet but i think I am planning on launching something within the next month or two, you know, just or more or less just announcing stuff as time goes by. I mean, I've sat here and I've talked about a lot of the stuff I've done during the pandemic that's music related and related to this podcast. A lot of it was focused more on gear. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. And guitar lessons. That's mostly what the focus was on. And sure enough, you know, it's been paying off pretty good. And I am making a couple moves here and there regarding all that. So, I mean, within this past weekend, you know, I really had to figure out some way to just unwind from a long week. And, you know, yet another week lies ahead for me this week. But I said, you know what? 
I had a ticket to go see Ingve Malmsteen at Warehouse Live this past Saturday. And I tell you what, it's probably one of the I've seen this I've seen him play live two times prior, almost to the day. And I gotta tell you, this this time, third time was the charm. He was as tight as could be. Probably one of his best shows I've seen. Not to say the last couple two were, you know, not good. They were just okay. You could say he was a bit sloppy in his playing, maybe just kind of going through the motions. But this time around, he had a new album that he was promoting that just came out maybe, what, about a month ago? And he seemed, you know, very, I guess, I guess, you know, the pandemic and just being on lockdown for so long, really, as an artist, really just does a number on these guys. And so a musician like himself, he just decided, said, you know what, I'm just going to use this lockdown time and this downtime to create new music. Which is a lot of what these artists did during a time where touring was almost non-existent. And I believe that for most artists that play music, it really worked out in their favor because they've been able to put out some of their best work to date. And that's just across the board, any genre. If you're creative enough to, to use that to your advantage instead of, you know, just go down the rabbit hole of doom and gloom and all this political stuff and all this medical stuff and all this craziness that's been going on and crime and these guys just said, you know what, rather than just to talk about that, why not, why not just, you know, either sing about it or make a song about it, create a guitar riff out of it. Who knows? Whatever, whatever your instrument of choice might be, write a poem or something. And for, yeah, for, for a lot of these guys, they were able to get over that. And like myself, I mean, a lot of these guys, too, ended up taking breaks. Because if you really think about it, artists go out on the road for so long. And most of these have been out for maybe 20, 30 years. With never really a true, true break. Probably go home for maybe a couple couple months but that's it or maybe a couple weeks and then you're back a lot of these people are road dogs they live on the road if you want to remain relevant you got to keep putting out new music and touring these markets touring around the world and when somebody pretty much tells you hey you can't work where are you getting your money from you're either going to go get a new job or you're just going to get creative with your where it's your brand of music or your brand of being an artist. And this is just a lot of, a lot and a lot and a lot of uh, things that you can do as an artist. Much like, uh, much like, uh, whatchamacallit, Ingve Malmsteen. I mean, look at this guy. Puts out a new album, puts it out on CD vinyl streaming uh put starts putting out nfts uh, the package that he put together with this new album i think the one i got was for 15 bucks i mean it comes with a postcard guitar picks 
and uh, what else? A coaster and some stickers. I mean, you really, really have to, you really have to think about things and really think about the fan. What the fan wants. Along with new music. And sure enough, when observation I made this past weekend when I went to go see this, uh, see this guy play, it's just next level. You can f- almost feel it, and there's not not so much tension, but just people just in awe of this guy still to this day. I mean, he came onto the scene what, maybe 1982, 1983. I think he had to be about maybe a good 17 years old when he just first burst into the the shred guitar scene. And it was like no other. You know, I started listening to Malmsteen when I was around maybe 12 years old. And this had to be in the early 2000s. He was already well established. But by that point, he was just making these rare U.S. appearances. So there's this really cool DVD I grew up on. I mean, we would just, my brother and I would just watch him back and forth. It was a, the G3 concert series, which featured, this one was the one in that they recorded in Denver. In 2003, which was Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, and Ingve Malmsteen. And sure enough, you know, I had a, I had a pit pass, a front row this past weekend. Uh, was finally able to manage and grab a guitar pick because he throws like a million guitar picks into the audience. It's a part of the shtick, part of the show. And he's spinning his guitar. He's throwing it up in the air, throwing it to his guitar tech. I mean, just about any anything that he's doing, he does. And the songs. I mean, all this, his well-known songs, he's got to play them. It's a Rising Force. Uh, um, Trilogy Suite. You Don't Remember, I'll Never Forget. Relentless Fury off the new album. I mean, it's just Evil Eye, Black Star. Come on. That's just classic stuff and you know something it an artist like Malmsteen or an artist like Satriani or Steve Vai might not be everybody's cup of tea because they're more guitar based artists most of their music is instrumental so not a lot of people are really into that I've grown fond to it I mean there was a period where I really just wasn't interested in that stuff but you know, that's that's part of my roots, too. I mean, they have some really good stuff. And it just shows you the talent of these guys. I mean, they, and they all sound different from each other. Satriani doesn't sound like Steve Vai. Malmsteen doesn't sound like any of these guys. He has his own unique style, which came from, you know, classical music and all the early blues stuff. Tremendous stuff. Like I've said before, Warehouse Live is arguably my favorite venue to go see concerts at the, at the club level. Because I can manage to be in the front row seeing my favorite band or my favorite artist perform. It's just the best feeling in the world. And live music is just... You can't take that away from people. It's going to come back eventually. you know. 
at a large scale, I mean, you're starting to see it now with people going to Lollapalooza this past weekend. Not certainly my scene, but 100,000 people by the day. I think I heard Limp Bizkit playing uh, over the weekend, too, which is kind of strange. <laughs> Given the fact that they played, well, this was maybe about 20 years ago. They played Woodstock, 99. And now they're playing Lollapalooza. Nuts. But yeah, I mean, what more can I say about Ingve Malmsteen? Huge in the 80s. I mean, still packs in clubs and arenas to this day. And he's still, I think this was a short tour run that he was doing. I think it was more of like a warm-up run of shows. Because he's actually touring with John 5 starting in a, maybe about two weeks on a full tour run so if you see him out there for those that live in miami if you see him riding down in a ferrari a red ferrari no less it's probably him he's he's an interesting character i think he's mellowed out over the years i used to always hear interviews about you know him being such a douchebag and too serious about himself and being an asshole to people i think to me he comes across more of someone that's very prideful someone that's very very not set in his ways but very proud of what he's done and very very grounded in what he's doing never been one to follow trends i mean he created his own unique style for christ's sake who before that was playing you know neoclassical guitar I mean, you had Randy Rhodes, but Randy Rhodes was an, an element of his own. And Eddie Van Halen, that's a whole different story. He was basing a lot of his a lot of his playing off of all these historical violin players like Paganini and you know Bach and all those cl- old classical composers from back, way back then. Nobody else was doing that. And that's what makes him really unique. And that he took that style and just molded it into his own. It's pretty fucking cool if you ask me. <laughs> and for him to continue on that path and not copy anybody, it's just, it shows you what a true artist he really is. I mean, he go, yeah, I guess, you know, audiences and tastes fade over the years. But... In the last maybe 20 years, I think he's done everything on his own as far as playing bass and programming drums on his on his albums, playing guitar, singing, producing, mixing his own stuff. I mean, a, a guitar player his caliber, I'm sure he was very wise to the business even back in the day to where he had enough money saved up and was able to just... Cr- build his own home studio and just work out of there i mean he recoups everything he puts out so more power to him and the the tory band that he has nowadays is pretty damn tight i think they've been together for the last couple maybe three four years maybe even more so that was a short little review i mean it's not I can't really get into it too much because, I mean, come on. Yeah, I really have to see there to believe it. 
me talking about it doesn't justify you actually being there. I mean, a lot of people say, man, this guy makes me want to quit playing guitar. This, To me, he inspires me even more to to get even better than what I am now. And I'm just, I'm just an average guitarist. <laughs> I'm nowhere near anybody else's level. But it's just a huge inspiration. To me, that's not only talent, but I see it as a lot of hard work. Because you don't get that good overnight. You just don't. Sure, nobody, not everybody's born with that talent. But even if you're born, I've seen a lot of talented people just not put in the work. I, I know a particular person who plays guitar and he's been doing that since high school. I mean, I've known him maybe, I've known about this person since maybe middle school or, yeah, since about middle school. Great singer. Great guitar player, great songwriter. I mean, this guy can do everything, play bass, play drums, but it all just falls flat. Why is that? Because is it, is it because he's not surrounding himself with the right people? Could, could be jumping from one project to the next. Not really focused on one thing. It's almost like, hey, here's what I can do and bam. You know, cover songs are cover songs. You can cover anything any day. But if you're not putting out quality stuff that you're doing, it's like Eddie Van Halen said, I'd rather bomb doing my own music than rather than just make it doing covers. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. So, but who am I to talk shit about people? <laughs> I mean, I'm only getting better myself, so I'm really delving into different styles. And I, and I think that's that's the thing, too. You have to be well-versed if you're an artist and if you're a musician I'm not saying you really have to but if you want to play at that pro level where people are actually calling you and you're actually getting recognized and booked on these short tours and club shows and showcases you have to know how to play everything yeah you can always have your your main style but if you don't know how to read music or None of that stuff, your your time doing that's gonna be very limited. I'm not saying you're gonna blow up. Even look, a lot of these musicians and artists can read and write music, know all their modes and scales to no end, but nobody knows who they are. So I'm more interested in the whole behind the scenes stuff. I'm more of the technical side of things. A little bit of the business here and there. But I'm more into recording and mixing the hardware of these guitars and the sound all all that crazy stuff that a lot of people don't really care about for i love so have a lot of stuff coming up that's being lined up as i speak you know like i said in between working and trying not to get caught up with these allergies and stuff like that so a lot of let's see here I actually put these in my notes because I will forget about this stuff there's two little projects I'm going to start working on I don't know if they're really definite yet but again they're music related and they have to do with 
um, collecting stuff. You probably know where I'm headed with this, but more on that to come. I, I'm still working on a couple things on that aspect of it. Again, trying to bring people back on the show, you know, whether it's via Skype or Zoom or in person or via FaceTime, whatever the case may be. Had our first guest last month with my friend Mark Slaughter, and that was just terrific. I had to split up a two-hour conversation into four parts, which was pretty cool because it gave me plenty of time to, you know, clear my head and move on to the next thing. I don't go back and listen to this stuff. Once it's out there, it's out there. That's it. So I make do with what I have. And I'm really trying to get into the habit of recording a lot of more of this stuff. But man, just in the last couple month or so, work has just been super hectic and super busy that by the time I'm, I want to sit down and record something, it's just... I'm I'm beyond fried. I'm beyond mentally exhausted. Just done. Last thing I want to do is just sit down and record something, talk about something. I don't want to talk to talk to anybody. So yeah, like I said, I've been working on a couple things. Recently I just fully rewired my latest guitar that I got. I know I purchased one early March and ended up purchasing another one shortly after that. Which was more like a trade-in slash purchase. And I did a little project with that. So it's two different projects I've been working on since the pandemic started. That kind of go hand in hand with my guitar lessons. Needless to say, my guitar sound has fully evolved. And as of yesterday, I was messing with one of my brother's uh, multi-effects units that he's had for... He was telling me I think it was maybe 10 years. And I gotta tell you. I think I found the sound that I was looking for. You put it hand in hand with the with the pedal board that I built, which I think I talked about on this show before. And since then, I've updated a, a pedal that was in there. I think ultimately I'm going to end up selling all those pedals back so that I can buy a multi-effects unit like the one that he has. I think this one's more updated. Because, I mean, he's had that for almost the decade. So I said, you know what, This I think this is the sound I'm looking for. And it goes hand in hand in fully rewiring this guitar that I had, my little Eddie Van Halen guitar project. Uh, that was kind of like my Frankenstein guitar, quote unquote. In which I was able to put in whatever pickups I wanted, whatever hardware. Which, personally, I love black hardware. Not only because it looks cool, but because of living in Houston and having instruments like these with chrome hardware tends to rust pretty quickly over time. So I figured, you know what, let's just go with black hardware and just take it for what it is and make it look cooler. (laughs) So that's just a little sneak peek of what I got, what I've been working on in the last, I got to tell you, it's been about a year and a half. And I've been working on these two little projects. And I, got, I have another list that just... I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, man, I still I still said I was going to buy that stuff. <laughs> it's just more stuff. After, but it's just little upgrades here and there that goes in conjunction with the uh, 
the home studio I've been dreaming of for, since I was a kid. So I pretty much have a lot of that equipment already. It's just a matter of having the space for it. Right now, I really don't have any space for it. Hell, I'm just recording this through my Zoom recorder and microphone. There's no fancy studio for this. <laughs> I wish there was, but there's no budget for it. Folks, there's no budget for this show. <laughs> that's as, that's as uh, what do you call it, broke it down as it gets. Nothing, no editing, nothing like that. Maybe just a few things that are cut up when I have to cut up into different parts, but everything is put up as is. I don't like to focus too much on the mixing side of things and uh, just overproduced crap. There's too much of that out there these days. And I figure, you know what, let's just put this up like I'm talking to somebody. And that's it. That's the show for the week. So if you guys enjoy listening to the Hangout Podcast, if you haven't done so, you can always go back and revisit past episodes on Apple Podcast or Spotify Podcast. Whatever platform you use, I limited the show to those two because I figured you're either an Apple user or a Android user. So I deal with both uh, both platforms. You can find the podcast at the Hangout Podcast with Juan Hernandez. If you can't find it, let me know and I can redirect you to the proper links. Follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. That is where I am the most active. And follow me at twitch.tv slash Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91 for all your gaming needs if you're interested in seeing uh, myself and my squad of friends having fun again we don't we don't play to compete although sometimes we compete with within each other but most times we're just screwing around having fun and that's really all that that matters so there's a whole bunch of streams up there baseball games grand theft auto call of duty red dead redemption rocket league wreckfest uh, what else do we put up there? FIFA, you name it. It's all we cover a major a lot of these games. So whatever doesn't go on the podcast here for games, you can follow it on Twitch because there's there's audio for that too, and it's just pure insanity. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Sorry it was a bit late, but I just had to put something out, just a little brief overview and something new for you, you guys to have this week, and I will try to bank some more, given the free time that I can get. So, more on these projects to come, I will sit down and actually make a list and outline a lot of this stuff so I can have an idea of what I'm looking for, and see you guys next week. <laughs>